0: Welcome to Leadership Revealed, where John Paul shares his no-nonsense approach to all things leadership and scaling businesses. John interviews some of the most successful people in their industries to see what it takes to become a great leader. Be prepared for the truth about leadership and business. Please welcome your host, serial entrepreneur and top-selling author, John Paul. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Leadership Revealed. Today I'm going to talk to you about keeping business simple and why you should keep business simple. The reason is it is simple. It's not difficult. You've heard the phrase "success is predictable, and so is failure," and I absolutely believe in that phrase because, in my experience, I've found that the most successful people, the most successful businesses out there, have done the same thing over and over and over again. They've kept it simple. They haven't tried to complicate things. They haven't tried to be clever they haven't been distracted by the shiny penny syndrome or anything like that they've just done the basics and done them well even when you're talking about technology or the IT industry or anything that you would normally think can be a little bit more complicated it is complicated to us because we don't work in those industries but to them they've just done the same thing over and over again and they've kept business simple so i've got a few things i want to talk to you about and and why you should keep business simple and um, because the, my success or relative success, depending on, on um, who I'm being measured against, has always been because I've done the simple things and done them well. I've done nothing amazing. I haven't completely changed um, the industry. I haven't tried to change the industry. I've just concentrated on me, myself, and I, my business. What can I do to improve my business to make it the best that it can be? So, the first thing I've done is I don't get distracted. If you, it's easy to get distracted if you haven't got a big vision, a big goal, a, a master plan that you need to follow. So I know what I want to do. I know how I'm going to get there, and I just do it every single day. I don't get distracted. Sure, there's there's opportunities out there all the time. There's opening new branches, and there's acquiring businesses, and there's new strategies. And Although I've never been interested and never would be in cryptocurrency, just say, for example, that came along, as it did a couple of years ago. The one thing I did is, I said, I'm not interested. So I a couple of my friends and colleagues and people I know in, in, in the real estate industry. We're saying, oh, John, you need to get involved in this. Are you going to make a fortune? Guess what I did? I said, I'm not interested. That's something I don't want to know about. I'm not interested. I'm just going to concentrate on doing what I'm doing. When the end result of a potential opportunity is too good to be true, it really does gather in um, a lot of the people who are, it's sad to say, I think, I think a little bit weak-minded in some respects, and I might get a little bit of, um, you know, a from that, but I really do think that if the, you're so easily distracted, then, you know, your mindset isn't clearly right and it isn't totally um, in what you're doing in that moment, such as, say, say, the business that you're operating in. The second thing, and it nicely segues into that, is you must have a plan. I have a daily plan, a weekly plan, monthly, annual, and I've also got a long-term plan where I want to exit the business or float it, or whatever that plan may be. But because my plan is, is de- executed daily, weekly, monthly, and annually, I'm more likely to achieve the plan and get the results I want. A lot of people just meander along, get up at half, seven, eight o'clock, get to the office at nine, do a day's work, and then come home with no real consistency and no real sort of effort to get to that end goal. If you don't know what your end goal is, then you haven't got a, a, a those plans as I've suggested, then how do you know when you've got there? What motivates you on the morning to get up and achieve your goals if you don't have goals? So a plan is effectively a series of actions that takes you to an end point, an end goal. And if you haven't got that plan, you haven't got that end goals, then what are you doing? You're just meandering along. You're getting up in a bit of a haze, a bit of a fog, getting to work, nothing really to motivate you, nothing to take you on that extra level, and then you just you know get into your routine and that's it. The reason I like having a plan is because when I feel I can't be bothered, when I feel as though I've had enough, what that plan will do is I'll, I'll look at it, I'll reassess it, and that'll give me that motivation to say, do you know what, I'm going to hit my plan. It's a little bit like when you go to the gym. If you haven't got nothing written down and you're just going to work until you get sick or you get bored, then guess what? That's going to be about 15, 20 minutes. But if you've got a set of exercises you have to do and in your head you're mentally saying, I am not leaving this gym, I'm not leaving this workout or breaking this workout until i hit all my exercises then you're likely to hit do all the five, 10, 15 exercises. And that's a little bit how a plan works. If your plan is to open up five branches and then you, you work that back, I'm gonna open up a branch every two or three years, I'm, I need revenue of this, I need profit of that, I need staffing of this, I need to be selling 100 houses a year, I need it to be managing 600 houses per branch. And then you can reverse engineer that and put all the actions in place that you need in order to achieve your goals. And then you move on to the next branch. Do the same again, the next branch, the next branch, the next branch. Another great tip is surround yourself with the best people you can as early as you can. I wrote an article uh, this morning, actually, about if I had my time again, what would I do? And one of the things I would do would be to hire a very good bookkeeper as early as I I can. For the sole reason that I want to see my financial accounts. I want to have those monthly management accounts to see exactly where I am at any point of the day or the month. Um, now, so I would get a bookkeeper. I would get a, a really, really good manager. Um, I would get an FD as soon as I could afford it. So those are the types of people that you want to get in your business. And then when I get to a point where I already w- want to find a leader, I would get a managing director. Now, everybody knows I've got an awesome one in Adele. What they might not know is we've got a really good financial director. One of my business partners is um, a co- our commercial director, and he's a fully trained Qualified solicitor, so his legal brain the size of a planet. So he's come in, he's, he's improved our contracts, he's improved things like the website and the internal contracts, contractor contracts, you name it. It's all been improved. So it's it's getting the people to we to work with them, to employ them, to partner up with them. That takes the pressure off you. That means that you've got a really good team that can take your business so much quicker to your joint goals that you've uh, that you spoke about and agreed on. Another thing you should do is innovate. Look to improve everything you do 24-7. That doesn't mean reinvent the wheel. That just means make things more efficient, try and become more effective. If you want to bring technology in, bring it in, but make sure it's not instead of customer service, instead of the human interaction and communication. But try and improve everything you do in your business 24-7. You've got to be obsessed. If you're not obsessed, then you're just average, and the average are not obsessed. To take it to that next level, you have to eat, live, breathe, sleep improvements. And it's corny, and I know that that comes across as corny and cheesy, but you have to because if you're not, then you're not going to get to the stage where your business has maximized its value. You're not going to get to the stage where the problems and the issues decrease, and you're not going to get to the stage where you're going to be happy in your workplace. Unless you improve your business as much as possible, as often as possible you're always going to have issues in your business. Now, don't get me wrong. I think we're a pretty slick operation and we do have issues. But the point is, because I've surrounded myself with the right people, they take care of the issues. Because we're constantly innovating and improving, the issues tend to not be the same ones. And because we've got a lot of accountability and ownership in our business, it's very easy to see who caused the issue and what needs to be done to put it right. And also, more importantly, how can we learn from that issue and that mistake? I also believe that, you should become an authority in your field. I'm a massive believer in that because I think it attracts other talent towards you. It certainly has done with us. I think it attracts opportunities. So the amount of opportunities that I get presented with, um, but I just want to relate to my first point about is is don't get distracted. So actually there's a real important point there, caveat, is that become an authority, but only do it once, you're a, once you are able and willing to be able to not get distracted. So I would say the vast majority of people who, if they were an authority and an opportunity presented itself to them, they would take it regardless. And that would throw them off the vision that you've got. Now, when you become an authority, you have to be able to say, right, well, what am I going to, what's this opportunity? Is it taking me closer towards my end goal? No, then I'm going to decline that opportunity. And that's what I mean by about becoming an authority and having the ability not to get distracted. But for me, being in a, oh, I don't like using the word authority, but being well known in my field, um, it does present itself with a lot of opportunities. Speaking gigs, being on the board of directors for Arla, investment in the business, people want to sell us their business, people want to see you know kind of kind of franchise a business. Or if you can have a Castledane franchise, and the answer is no because we're not interested. That's not part of our our big vision or our business model. You know, a publisher come and said, "Will you will you write a book?" Fantastic. That was next on my list. So there's a lot of opportunities that, that will get presented to you. You know, development finance, people offering, you know, are you into developments, do you want to develop? Again, the answer is no, I'm not. You know, I'm a businessman, I'm trying to grow my letting agency, we're trying to do other stuff, and that would get me distracted. You need to also align yourself with more successful people than you. I love the phrase, if you are the cleverest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Um, that doesn't mean that you've got to drop your friends of old. I've still got my mates who I've, I've been friends with for 23, 24 years. Um, and I love catching up with them because it keeps me uh, real. It keeps me grounded. Um, but on the on the other side, that I do like having people and friends that you can talk to who have been there, done it, made it, got the T-shirt. Because they can help you in, you know, in issues and problems in your business. They can open doors for you. Um, they can be a sounding board. They can make you look at things differently. They can challenge you in your way of thinking. With the greatest respect, some of my old school friends couldn't challenge me with my way of thinking about a business opportunity because to them it would be too complicated. Um, but then again, I've got some uh, uh, higher profile friends, if you like, and business friends who would really look at something and ask me very, very deep questions about maybe the finances that I hadn't thought of or maybe ask me about, um, you know, other aspects of the opportunity that I hadn't have thought about. So by aligning yourself with, with more um, uh, more successful people than yourself, it really just sort of rears your game. Again, it's like if you played football in the park with your friends, you're only going to get to a certain level. But if you played football in the park with people who were you know, 10 times better than you, then you're going to get a lot better a lot quicker. Um, do, I think you should do a little bit every single day as well. Um, So when we're talking about innovation and about how you're you're always trying to improve your business, you need to do the little bits every single day. You need to form the good habits, and the good habits are a little bit of consistency. So whether it's a little bit of reading, it's a little bit of processing, um, it's writing the procedures, it's developing new KPIs, coming up with new training and development structures, whatever it is, do the little stuff, but do it every day. Even if it's only half an hour or 45 minutes or even an hour, just thinking time, strategizing. Looking at the business, seeing how can I improve that? Breaking bad habits. If you're sleeping in a lot, then break it. If you're having a drink of wine on the nighttime and it's making you groggy the next day, don't have a drink of wine. There's nothing wrong with having a a, a drink. And by the way, guys, I'm not here to tell you what you can and can't do. I'm just going to give you some simple, hard facts. And if you don't like it, tough. (laughs) I really don't care. But if you drink a copious amount of alcohol in the nighttime, you are not going to perform the best of your ability the next day. That's a scientific fact. That's not me having a go, saying you should be a teetotaler, but just don't drink during the day and expect to be performing great the next day. It's the same with your diet. It's the same with if you don't train. You know, the energy levels needed to take you through a day can be quite intense, and if you're not performing well, if you're not eating well, and if you're not training or gym, and I mean uh, just going for a walk with the dogs, just going for a little light jog once or twice a week, those types of things will make a huge, huge difference. So that is forming good habits, not drinking uh, bottles of wine on the night time and eating Chinese every other night or Indians or fish and chips. Those are breaking bad habits. Now, when you have the good habits, you need to do it consistently. So I love the gym. I don't drink during the week. Um, You know, I might have a glass or two of wine on a weekend, if that, if not every other, maybe every three weeks. So alcohol is not my poison, if you like. You know, takeaways, don't really have them. So in that respect, I try and keep myself fit because I know I need clarity of mind. I know that if I'm going to do the little things every single day that's going to take me and the business closer to where it needs to be, I need to be fit. Yes, in the past, I haven't been the fittest, but that's fine. You know, you're going to go through months and months and months or slumps where you're not feeling well because business is um, taking over your life. Something's happening and you can't always get to the gym. But I've put that to side. I've looked back at the photographs of when I wasn't fit wasn't happy with myself, and, you know, for the past 18 months, two years now, I've kept myself fit. I've got myself back to the gym, back to rugby, must be mad at my age. But the point is, I'm doing something about it. I've tried to form those good habits, and I've broken those bad habits. And that's what I suggest you guys do as well. So that's it. It's keeping business simple. It's not complicated. You do those things. Don't get distracted. Have a plan. Surround yourself with the best people. Innovate. Always look to improve. Become an authority in your chosen field, align yourself with more successful people than you and do a little bit every single day. And then that will take you towards your goals and that will make you a more successful business person, but it will make your business more of a success. So I hope you've enjoyed that podcast on keeping business simple and we'll see you next time on Leadership Revealed.